Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence could spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody's checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. for the evening, Paul, the New Hampshire UFO hunter, and we'd like to say hello to all of you who have troubled minds, sorry, leaving some messages here, and this show's live, and of course, this, this show is the show where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about, you know what those things are, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle. Propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. 
Uh, this show's live. Like I said, we are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. I think Fringe is down right now. Still working on that. Uh, got a message out to Joe. So uh, hopefully we can get on back on Fringe. Like I said, we're going to do like last night, and we'll roll with the radio clock and the commercials and stuff, just like we always do, just uh, in case we get that locked in so we're right on time with everybody else. And uh, But otherwise, that's what's going on tonight. We're, uh, we got we got a guest here. We've got Paul from New Hampshire, and we are uh, going to be discussing all kinds of things. We're going to be discussing uh, the ancient alien theory. And uh, like that's one of those things that actually gets uh, kind of gets a lot of crap from the media. Uh, but it also, um, you know, I think there's, there's you know, if you think about it and you really kind of de- delve deep into history a little bit and, and, you know, pay attention and with an open mind, I think, you know, there's, there's also going to be some merit in there. It just depends, right? Uh, of course, not every single thing that ever happens is ancient aliens but uh, i i don't i think uh let's say this by completely ruling it out i think we're doing ourselves a disservice um but okay let's uh, let's say hi to paul what's up paul are you there buddy can you hear me testing one two one two test test one two what's up paul paul are you there what is going on we just did a sound check and it was loud and clear and he was coming through fine and he could hear me and now he cannot hear me at all paul <laughs> paul all right let's see uh, okay. Okay. Here, uh, uh, say something, say something, say something. All right. Uh, so I'm trying to, uh, trying to connect with Paul here, having uh, technical issues, but that's what's on deck tonight. So what, what we're doing is, uh, we are discussing ancient astronaut theory. And of course, you know, it, it has, it has its beginnings, of course, in, uh, well, uh, many places, actually, uh, some even, some people even say, state the Bible and prior to that, right? So uh, most most recently, uh, the thing that got uh, kind of started the ball rolling with this whole ancient aliens bit on TV and all the rest of that was, of course, Eric Von Daniken and his uh, his book, Chariots of the Gods, right? Uh, which, which of course, uh, describes all kinds of things, uh, specifically that maybe the, uh, the actual things that were in the sky, you know, that people saw, ancient people saw as angels, they could only describe in the context of themselves and the things they knew. So, you know, uh, George Sukulos, the guy with the big hair, he uh, he actually you know has been stated to say there were you know helicopters back then or things like this like helicopter type contraptions and so they would actually be um, you know mis- misinterpreted by ancient people because they just didn't know what a helicopter would be so they would call it uh, a chariot of the god right uh, meaning some sort of flying device or you know something that they could actually uh, actually be part of here you know to, to understand uh, Paul are you there. Paul, test one, two. You should be good, man. I've got you completely unmuted. Everything's fine. I don't know what you did, bro. You pushed some buttons or something because if you can't hear me and I can't hear you, we have issues because everything was good. What's up, buddy? What's up? (laughs) Say something, Paul. Paul, say something. All right, we're going to continue trying to uh, connect with Paul here. Uh, I promise we did a sound check before we started. I don't know what the hell happened. But uh, what's up, guys? Uh, so, so anyway, uh, as we as we continue talking about this, like I said, uh, we are currently not on fringe. I don't know what's going on. Uh, technical issues for sure. Um, other than that, I don't have details. But uh, we're going to just keep on trucking here. And as uh, hopefully we get connected with that, we will uh, end up uh, back on there. So, so for the time being, we're just going to do like we normally did in the old days. And we're going to just keep with radio time. So just FYI to the folks that are just showing up tonight, that's what's going on. And uh, we've got, uh, yeah, uh, lots of folks in the chat. So I'll, I'll do the same thing and I'll say hello to you guys at the uh, the bottom of the hour when we take a break. Uh, Paul, are you there? Test one, two. I think uh, I think we have to do the Earth to Mars, do the Ash thing. Earth to Mars, are you there? Paul, 
<laughs> What's up, Paul? Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, let me make sure I didn't break something. Hold on. Uh, excuse me, guys. Just one moment, please. Uh, live shows, technical issues, you know how things are. It's, uh, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. I think that's what makes uh, the live part so charming is that uh, you just never know what the hell's going to happen. <laughs> you, really? You've got nothing? You can't hear me at all? There's a problem there because we're piping, piping loud and clear. Loud and clear. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Unmute. Unmute. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, so, so trying to get this working, we literally were talking 15 minutes ago, uh, as we tested this anyway. All right. So, uh, so that's what we're doing tonight and, uh, we'll, we'll get that discussion going and let's see what happens here. And we've got, uh, again, we're, we got Paul on deck. We're going to go to him in just a sec, but uh, I didn't mention that we, so since we are live, we're taking your phone calls tonight. So if you want to be part of the show, I think I've fixed the discord issues. Uh, uh, as far as the telephone, we'll see. I did some tweaking last night. Then I think there was a noise gate to, you know, bore you with technical details, like a, a native Discord noise gate that was chopping out the phone to the Discord. Anyway, just uh, I, I think I got that fixed, but we'll see. We're about to find out. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? All right, so so we'll get started here with uh, as we're, we're still waiting for um, for Paul to get this figured out. Uh, we we had it, we had it. Let's see, or let's see, try that, try that, uh, try that. I don't know what's going on with Paul. Okay, so anyway. That's what's up. So that's what we're talking about, uh, the ancient astronaut theory, and basically all of it. You know we do. It's, uh, you know, we could do the deep dive and do the Zachary Sitchin and do that. We've done that before. It's more of like the uh, kind of what, what the theory is and uh, basically whether you guys believe it. Because as you know, this is not the answer show. I'm not here to tell you it's, it's real or it's fake or it's somewhere in between. Like, you know, I can see how it could be completely phony or it can be completely real. It just kind of depends on the reality you live on, right? You live in. And I think that's part of part of the what makes the conversation so fascinating. Uh, but okay, so let's just uh, let's get started here, as we're we're still trying to figure out Paul. But let's start here. Let's start with the ministry of truth. The ministry of truth, which is this. Uh, of course, that would be Wikipedia, uh-huh, right? The Ministry of Truth. So here we go. Let's start with this, and let's see what they say. Because I think I think if you. Uh, if you do, uh, if you, if you, basically, if you want like the propaganda aspect of everything, like a good place to start is Wikipedia, uh, because well, you know, <laughs> like, I, I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know about that, but I think it's a good place to start if you want the, uh, you know, uh, the the debunkers version of everything, right? Uh, which is, of course, clearly not not real life because well, uh, nothing really is like in a in a. Uh, like to, to take one slice of a your, an entire reality and go with that. But anyway, so here we go. So ancient ast- astronauts, right, or the ancient astronaut theory refers to the idea, and it says right here in the first paragraph, often presented in a pseudo-scientific way, that intelligent extraterrestrial beings visited Earth and made contact with humans in antiquity and prehistoric times. Now, proponents suggest that this contact influenced the development of modern cultures, technologies, religions, and human biology. A common position is that uh, deities from most, if not all, religions are extraterrestrial in origin, and that advanced technologies brought to Earth by ancient astronauts were interpreted as evidence of divine status by early humans. Test one, two. Paul, are you there? Polly, Polly, let's get this working, buddy. What's going on? What's up? Test one, two. What's up, buddy? 
try try the phone man i don't know he says he can't even hear me that's that's a problem that's a problem uh Let's see. Hold on. Still trying to get Paul on the show. Uh, so that's what we're talking about tonight. Ancient astronaut theory. And uh, basically, right. So again, it, like did Earth in ancient times make some sort of contact with aliens in any capacity whatsoever? And so that's really what we're talking about here. And, you know, uh, Giorgio Sukalos, of course, uh, the guy with the big hair, you know, the, the meme, of course, it's aliens or whatever. Like that guy, you know, he's, he's basically become famous as a result of this entire thing. They say that he ran this magazine called Legendary Times, but I tried to find the magazine myself. And basically, it was a web forum called Legendary Times, where there's, you know, a bunch of people kind of talking about the aliens and stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, like, does that count as a magazine? I guess we basically live in a time where you get to just make your own credentials, right? And so that's kind of cool. I mean, like, not that you have to have a PhD in everything to to kind of, to kind of, uh, you know, uh, be be definitive, right? But I, but I mean, you know, anyway, what's up, Paul? You there? Paul, testing, one, two. <sighs> Okay, uh, it's it's much harder to, to, to troubleshoot technology and do a live show at the same time, but let's see. Um, let's see, try switching. Let's see, all right, here we go. Sorry, guys, bear with me for just a second. Uh, we're going to get going. We are taking your phone calls, though. If you have a take on this, if you want to get us uh, kicked off, that would be great if anybody's out there listening. What do you think about this ancient astronaut stuff? Does it, like, what what is your first impression of this, uh, watching the series, of course, that's super famous, and uh Beyond that, uh, do you think that uh, there's any merit to this? Um, I think uh, that's that's what the conversation is tonight. It's uh, like I said, I'm not going to try. It's not my job really to convince anybody of anything. It's uh, that that's a uh, uh, leave that to other people. Like this is this is kind of uh, for us to get together and discuss these things and and try and figure it out. You know, try and uh, put some evidence out there and uh, dissect it or not, and you know, have have a good time. Um, let's see, what do we got? Let's see, not authorized to send messages in Discord. Uh, I don't know what that means because nobody should have that status. <laughs> oh, geez. What's all, what's with all the tech issues tonight? Literally everything is broken. What's going on? Uh, Paul, can you hear me? Test one, two, test one, two. <sighs> okay. All right. All right. Well, all right. So, uh, as we try and work this stuff out, that's what we're talking about tonight. And, and I, I don't know, like, like to me, right. Uh, so, so I, I see this in a couple ways, right. Um, so just just my opinion here to start on this and give you give you where my thoughts are regarding ancient ancient aliens the the show and the theory and the rest of this is i think that um the show itself and the fact that it's kind of become part of the zeitgeist and is uh really blown up it's it's you know it's 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 got a, a pretty large reach and like i said you know and not that you can really count dollars and say that that's the way that the world works i mean it kind of does but it also kind of doesn't you know just because people pay money for something doesn't mean it's great but uh you know it's on the history channel and it's made uh Sucolos a wealthy man right so you know, uh, at least there's reach there. So there's interest. So there's interest in some capacity. Uh, test one, two. Paul, are you there? Test one, two. Hey. Holy crap. I can hear you. I can, well, I can hear you. What happened, man? What happened? I don't know. I've been sitting in the in the on-air booth and uh, nothing. And then I went back to the phone and uh, I even rebooted. And um, I, it was just nothing but blank, Mike. Goodness gracious. They don't want us to hear. They, 
we don't want people to hear us. That's what's happening. Let's go with that. Uh, uh, yeah, well, we can go with that. I'm not. I'm not sure that's accurate, but we'll go with that. All right. So uh, let's. Uh, let's. Okay. So everybody knows Paul. If anybody's been listening to this show for for any amount of time, you know Paul. This is the New Hampshire UFO hunter. Welcome to the show, my friend. You want to tell people a little bit about yourself as we get started after the start, which is kind of cool. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, guys. I've studied this stuff my whole life, kind of probably like some of the people out there, um, and just find things interesting and tend to lead towards that path that may be a little strange. And um, that's why I'm into this stuff. And um, it's a good subject tonight. I know a little bit about it, quite a bit, actually. Um, but with that being said, um, not much more to move, know, know about me other than I'm just a regular guy that has a band and a musician. I'm okay. a Pisces. And, okay. <laughs> and do, do you like, do you like I, long walks on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, but I like a fishing pole instead of a girl with me. Okay, so just right. so you know. Gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So uh, uh, that's, that's, that's a good start as any. Let's uh, let's get going with this then. So I was I was basically kind of starting with the. Uh, my initial thoughts on ancient astronauts, and, I, and so I'll continue with that jo- just so you can hear it now. Uh, I know you couldn't hear me before. So what I was saying is that uh, the, uh, my mind is in a couple places with it. Um, so the reach that uh, Giorgio Tsoukalos and that show has kind of garnered in the past several years, right? It's been several, several years now, maybe like a decade. They've been on for quite some time. Ten years. Yeah, yeah something. Ten like years. Yeah, 13 seasons. Yeah, yeah, damn, that's a long time. So, so to me, a couple things. Like, I think it's good in this capacity that it, even though a lot of the things they say on there are probably sketchy, right? Like, most of the stuff they say is probably going to be sketchy because uh, they try and stretch everything into the same umbrella. But I get it. You know, they're trying to make a case, and I understand. So, so the good part to me is that they're really making people kind of look back at some things that they took for granted and maybe ask some different types of questions, even if it doesn't change people's minds, it opens their mind to uh, other possibilities, right? So I think that's a good thing with the reach. The bad thing, uh, in my opinion, with ancient, the ancient astronaut theory and the, the show itself uh, is that uh, where, do you, where do you begin? It, they, the same, in the same hand, they try and, they try and make everything ancient aliens right it's like it's like the meme right with uh with the sucralose and the big hair you know i'm not saying it's aliens but it's aliens right and so it also kind of sheds like kind of a kind of a crappy light on the whole subject uh only because i think that uh you know there's there's enough ridicule as it is but then when you when you get guys that are literally trying to say every single thing in in the history of the past history was aliens i think i don't think it does a credit to you know to a, a an actual disclosure movement you know what i'm saying that those are just my initial thoughts of the the whole the whole kind of the the, the not just the theory itself but then the way it's been presented presented in the media which of course is ancient astronauts and uh the ancient alien show so so i don't know uh what what are with clearly you can agree or disagree it's all good what do you think what are your initial thoughts uh, regarding uh you know maybe not Van, von daniken we'll get to that guy in a little bit but uh just kind of like the modern um zeitgeist version of what ancient aliens means to kind of the the, the random common person right not a ufologist just a random person well 
You know, it's funny because I think this is going with everything right now, Mike. You you said it perfectly, this zeitgeist thing that, okay, there's plenty of evidence here. And for anybody that wants to truly study it, yeah, there's going to be that disinformation campaign. And this is kind of where society has gone with these things. But with that being said, when you take the media and they, they twist things around, they drag it out, they're getting ratings. And that's the bottom line. They've got moved from Sunday nights to Friday nights. Then, you know, it's moving around constantly to get better ratings. And this is how, well, media works. And also, when you write a book, you know, you got to come up with more stuff. Um, you got to come up with information that's going to keep people interested, whether it's worthy or not. And I think you had mentioned Von Donneken. The whole key to this was he asked the questions. And now you do. You have a lot of people that are taking advantage of this, just like everything. And so we're getting to the point where now it's a, a disinformation campaign, if you want to call it that. I don't think it really truly is. But it's going to continue. And I think also the fact is, is that it's been going on for so long. It's, it's call it the breadcrumb trail. For everything we look at, no matter what we look at in the news, in politics, in sports, there's always something going on. I mean, who watches the Kardashians? You get what I'm saying here. So you're just going to have this thing going where it's an education process that's slowly happening. And this is my, my theory on this. And those breadcrumbs are left in between for anybody to look at. And the smarter people might see those breadcrumbs in a different sense than other people do. And there's always going to be a naysayer. And I think uh, we'll probably get into that as the show goes on. Yeah, I mean, well, and I, I, the problem I have with most of this stuff, as as just as a conversation, is labels. You know, like I, I just don't think it's necessary that uh, the the world tries to label everybody and everything, right? And that's part of the whole division politics we're always talking about. And it also goes for the UFO community. And so, you know, like it's uh, to me, it's okay. I think you should be a skeptic and a naysayer. I think you should be a believer as well. I think you should be all of those things, just depending on the evidence presented to you. And if you don't know, it's okay to say I don't know. You know, but I've thought about it and I'm not sure yet. That's cool. I mean, isn't that really like the human journey? Like I'm thinking about it and I'm not quite sure yet. Right. I mean, that, that would, yeah, and, and that's exactly right, Mike. Yeah, it's what it is. We should be skeptics first by all means. And, you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm crazy. Okay. Well, you know what? I know a lot of smart people that have looked at these things and always thought I was crazy. And then when you show some of this evidence of the white lights, without shoving the show ancient aliens down their throat or whatnot but you know read the book you can do what you want i think it's that bright mind that eventually sees something that raises a question that may be harder than 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 normal or scientifically unavailable information here and there's things here that are really interesting that you can take it and wrap it up into a little piece of pie and eat it. And you're going to either swallow it and take it in or you're going to get two other things that you're going to reject it. Or you might even go into the point where you're in denial. And I think that has a lot to do with what you're doing now. A lot of people out there are in denial because of fear of ridicule. Exactly what you said, fear of, of being labeled. And I think we need to talk about these things in order for us to figure out what actually is going on. Yeah, well, and like, again, just like, don't 
clearly, guys. Uh, anyway, like that's that's literally the one of the main prem, prem, the main premise of this show. One of them, anyway, is uh, is that it, 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 we don't have to be labeled. We don't have to be whatever they want to tell us we are. We get to be individuals, and that's it. That's the reality of the situation. And so, uh, yeah. Anyway, just uh, just just a a great follow up there. I appreciate it, my man. So as you know, uh, we're doing it. We're doing the thing. So I don't know. We're not on a fringe currently. Uh, we'll do like last night. If, if something fixes or doesn't fix, uh, I'll try and give uh, Joe a call here on the commercial break real fast while we're doing this as well. But we're going to do the commercials bottom of the hour, top of the hour, like we always do. So I'll, I'll say hi to chat in just a sec. Uh, so what we'll do, uh, Paul, just so you know, is uh, we'll, we'll mute you up for about five minutes as we roll the break time. And then uh, we're still staying on the radio clock. I let you know that before I just to make sure we're all clear and we're on the same page but uh as a result of that let's play some um, let's play some music here and uh let's talk about well what what else we're doing tonight uh broadcasting live of course a streaming live on youtube facebook and DLive. we're taking your phone calls uh the way to reach us is by dialing this phone number right here 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 you can also join the discord at troubledminds.org and uh we're just here doing our thing we're talking about ancient aliens tonight that ancient astronaut theory and what does it mean so so not just we'll get into the nuts and bolts a little bit of eric von daniken and some other stuff uh, but what basically what is your initial impression everybody out there listening of the ancient astronaut theory do you think it's a, bu- a bunch of bs do you think there's some reality to it do you think it's somewhere in between that's where the conversation is that's what we're doing tonight so don't go anywhere we will be right back after the break more troubled minds i'm mike we're here with paul the new hampshire ufo hunter and we will be right back time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. I'm here tonight with your co-host for the evening. This is 
Paul, the New Hampshire UFO hunter. And we are talking about the ancient astronaut theory. And so the question is, of course, as you know, this is a question show. This is not the answer show. Uh, do you believe this stuff? Um, meaning that uh, do you believe the narratives that are being spun by the show Ancient Aliens and the producers of the show, specifically uh, Giorgio Sukalos, the big hair guy? Everybody knows him, you know, the meme. I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens, right? Uh, uh, how do you feel about all this stuff? Do you think it helps, um, you know, people become aware of the situation with, you know, actual UFOs? Or do you think it maybe kind of dilutes the situation and turns it into more of a uh, more of a mess because uh, because of all the, the, the misleading claims they make? Uh, you know, like I said, I, I sit kind of in, in between there uh, w- with my opinion for a couple reasons. But uh, we'll continue to talk about that as we go. But uh, welcome back to the show, Paul. Can you hear me? Test one two buddy What's yeah up? yeah you hear yeah. yeah can you hear me loud all right yeah all right yeah all right so so um you know we kind of concur in that that it's uh you know there's there's probably some good stuff with this uh kind of some bad stuff with this lazy guy x had a great uh, a great point here in the chat he says now regarding ancient aliens i think it started out real but then the money and fame got good and they started with the bs stuff and uh i think that's probably pretty well said it's uh it, it's difficult to to um really uh, well, you know, once people start making money at stuff, that that's when you, in my opinion, you can kind of tell, uh, you know, if they have if 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 they have the best interest at, in mind, right? Of of basically the message or whatever it is they're doing, you know, like you can, uh, well, I mean, you can jump the shark, as they say, right? Like the Fonzie thing, you you can jump the shark if you remember. If anybody's old enough to remember that term. But or, you know, you can just uh, kind of uh, stay true to the form and keep, uh, you know, keep trying to find new information that's compelling and, you know, present it in a entertaining way. I I think all that is possible to do without literally saying everything's aliens, you know. But um, yeah, so who knows? Uh, Who knows? Your thoughts on that, uh, Paul? You know, it's funny you say that, Mike. Um, I'm watching something that Mr. Mission Control put up on the on the feed right now, and it's, you know, a bunch of pictures of ancient alien theory. And I think we have to look at this as the way we have to look at everything right now, especially what's happened in the last year, and that, uh, you know, it's so easy to get fall, to fall into this trap of, okay, there's information here, but then continue to watch it and get, turned around and confused and that's the key to disinformation that's to confuse you and it doesn't only work with the ancient alien theory let's face it by the way there's only so much information about ancient aliens so we have to drag this out to continue to make money like uh, a lazy guy x is saying about this and guys like sukulos and um uh, all of these guys there's some are better than him some are worse than him are going to take advantage of that and you know what i gotta say is welcome to capitalism this is the way the world works so when you have something that is of interest that's going to make money that's you know there's got to be a reality here and i look back to things that have happened with bigfoot and all the other things that have happened werewolves vampires if you go to the library right now, there's a lot of books about ancient aliens and UFOs, for that matter, the whole extraterrestrial scenario. And it's going to keep going, whereas those other things tend to lead to a dead-end road because the Loch Ness Monster was a piece of wood floating in a lake. And <laughs> they pretty much proved that. Um, and, and if you believed it, then, you know, this is part of the problem, too, is that you believe these things and why why they do this is to take your mind away from the real facts 
And when you see that fake evidence, it's to think, well, if this is fake, then everything I thought must be fake. Um, so it's it's a it's a tough thing to go through when you're talking about these things. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and like you said, this this is the way the world works. But you can you know you can uh, kind of uh, double down and do you know do some more good work, or you can you know <laughs> just slather yeah, on the BS <laughs> and not. Well, what are you going to do? You want a paycheck, Mike? Because if everybody told the truth, we'd we'd have lower gas prices right now, and I'm not going to go there. You know, um, if you look at what's happening to the world right now, it seems we have a population problem, and and the, you know it's because of global warming so um you know is is the ancient alien theory just being subjected to the same politics that everything else has um i know one thing i read books when i was a kid and now the kids have got their faces and phones so nobody's looking at the pyramids by the way unless they're following guys like you and i and then thinking about these things and that's why you have to look at the the, the breadcrumbs to get to the real matters um is there is can't is there any way that you can say that these people should be pat on the back for doing what they're doing probably not unless you look back at the original guys and uh i think that's what you were kind of going to go to as at one point even these guys knew and admitted well i might not be completely right but they asked the question and yeah now you're right some of this stuff is getting shoved down our throat and and a lot of it is bunk, and that's to keep people confused. Yeah, uh, that's an interesting. Yeah, interesting there. So so then, in in some capacity, it it would it could be considered like a psyop, then right, like an actual information operation where, uh, kind of like the data dumping, where if you if you uh, put enough information out there, it just kind of floods the real information with a bunch of fake stuff. And so as a result of that, uh, nobody knows what's what anymore because they're all arguing over uh, minutia of all the information, right? So so it could be, I mean, you know, like like if we're really being, uh, you know, a super tinfoil hat here, you know, we do that sometimes, but we're not always like that. Uh, like I always say, there's a, you know, there's there there are conspiracies everywhere everywhere but it doesn't mean everything is a conspiracy and that's what kind of lines up with uh, this show is getting together and talk about these things and, and considering you know am i being fooled here and if i am why right and then if i'm being fooled what is the truth of this so so yeah so let's get to let's get to where this thing this entire thing really started which was uh, of course um you know like you can probably go back to zachariah sitchin and the uh, the sumerian tablets which is basically an entirely other show if you guys again we're doing this live guys on d live youtube and facebook if you want to be part of the show Give us a call uh, at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can go to troubledminds.org and click the Discord link. Join the show that way as well. But uh, but basically, uh, not Zachariah Sitchin, because again, like I said, that's an entire thing. But if you guys have takes on that and you want to talk about that and include it as part of this tonight, like I said, it's your show too. Uh, but okay, but let's start with... Um, uh, Eric von Daniken. Let's start with that guy. What What do you know about that guy and uh, the Chariots of the Gods? You, have you ever actually read that book? I haven't myself. Actually, yes, Mike. Uh, and I'm going to be honest. The first thing that happened to me was I was a young kid, and um, my father took me to a movie about UFOs, and that's how I got interested in it. Von Daniken wrote his book in 1968, <clears throat> which just happened to be the year that I was born. And not long after that, I believe it was 72, 73. You can find this, by the way, on Amazon. They did a movie about it. 
And I saw the movie first because, like I said, my my dad was into the paranormal, even though he would not admit it. <clears throat> and I wound up watching the movie, and then I read the book. And and then years later, years later, after I took this interest, it started becoming relevant again. And I actually saw the very first episode of Ancient Aliens the day it debuted. Out of just pure coincidence, I was sitting at home. I like watching History Channel, and I flipped it on, and I was like, what is this? I saw it on the guide and recorded it, and I actually started watching it when it started. That minute, I was like, well, i got to see this, and it went right there. And this was, again, 10 years ago, a decade ago. I had already had this mindset, and I had already talked about these things. And at this point, I was already doing, um, also speaking at colleges about this before the show came in. So it was very interesting to me that it kind of went mainstream. And, you know, back, you know, don't want to backtrack, but look where it went. So it was taken seriously for this section in 2004, Again, kind of reborn from the 60s and 70s, which, by the way, he was ridiculed. He got dragged under rocks. Everybody thought he was nuts, and he still stood true to what he thought and said and was fortunate enough to be able to go to these places that we're going to eventually talk about here, because that's, I think, the main evidence of the ancient theory, and that's the megalithic structures. And that's pretty much what that book was about. And then he continued to write books, even though he got dragged down, ridiculed. And, um, you know, when it all started for him by be, being a religious person, he was a very religious person. He was being taught in schools about religion and studying religion. And that's kind of what clicked to him. He kept seeing all the same stories in different religious books that became about gods that were coming down from, of all places, the sky. And then it kind of snapped for him, just like I think it does for a lot of people when you start to study this. It clicked in his mind, well, there's got to be something going on here. So he started studying these megalithic structures and these texts, including what Zachariah Sitchin wrote about, and basically came to the conclusion that, well, there's something weird going on here. And I think not only did he come to that conclusion, but he proved it. And that's why it's still being talked about today. Yeah. At least, at least kind of a looking at history from a different perspective. Right. And, and even if you think a lot of the things he said in the past, you know, and, and they put on the show, remember, you know, once you, once you put things on TV guys, if you're not like, kind of grossly misrepresenting things it's not entertaining nobody's there to like hear you know like like, like here you read a science report you know what i mean no nobody's there for that and like nobody even even the discovery channel doesn't do that stuff you know what i mean they, they like they're, they're trying to catch like the the perfect shot of the frog leaping in the air as the snake jumps out and catches him in the air you know what i'm saying it's like okay yeah like how often do you think that happens in nature if we're being real right it, it's probably extremely rare and they probably spent hundreds or thousands of hours trying to catch that one perfect shot right to sell the entire thing when they're you know kind of trying to doll up science and make it exciting and interesting and many times people don't care like people don't want to hear that stuff people want to hear the the out there theories the out there takes and the rest of this but okay so let's get back to this so you did read 
Chariots of the Gods by Eric Von Daniken, and that was back in 1968. So what, what is your impression of the book itself then? Did it, so it did kind of change your life a little bit or nah? You were like, eh, in between? No, I was absolutely um, dumbfounding to me when I first read the book, and uh, it was a movie first. And by the way, I was I was born in '68, so um, it was I was probably around five or six years old when the movie came out and saw it. And and even then, and then I was also pretty smart, and I like I had a little library going of you know what it was. I liked sharks, but. Then I asked my mom, I got to read this book. And uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of, I wouldn't say changed my life, but really made me think about what he was talking about. And there were other things that were happening too. And with a UFO sighting that had happened around the 70s that my mother had had and other people had saw. And it was simple for me to go to the conclusion where there's something weird going on here. So that's where my, it, it helps my fascination for this glow. And of course you're looking at a seven year old kid and here I am at 53 and I have a YouTube channel and all these things that never went away. It just grew throughout the years. And yeah, he was one of the people that, you know, I'd like to consider the, the one that put me on the path. One of them definitely. Okay, so in any case, uh, definitely influential uh, in some capacity, which is good. I, I like that. Uh, so, so here's the thing, right? Again, uh, written in 1968, Eric Von Daniken wrote what was called uh, Chariots of the Gods, right? So here we go from, uh, this is from UFO Insight. This is written by a good friend of ours, actually. He's been on the show. He's, he was actually on this show, our very first guest ever, uh, by the name of Marcus Louth. Check him out at UFO Insight. He also has his own, um, his own uh, website as well called uh, Me Time for the Mind. But check this out. So he said this, right? Uh, this is from his article about, uh, about ancient aliens, the ancient astronaut theory, right? He said, in this book, Von Daniken Anakin would argue that many ancient texts, legends, religious writings, and even creation myths all pointing to some kind of alien intervention with humanity at some stage, state, some stage in the distant past. In fact, so significant was the intervention from unknown extraterrestrials that the encounters would result in the eventual creation of many of the world's major religions, and more specifically, the gods that were worshipped because of them. Um, so, so I, like again. I, the, I I just have a hard time again saying everything's aliens, but uh, you know that's that's kind of the premise of some of this stuff is that you know I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens, right? And uh, that's that's kind of the deal. So is is there any? I I know you you're very familiar with this. You've seen a bunch of those episodes. Uh, you've you've read into this. You've been looking at this for a very long time. Is there any compelling evidence you think other than we'll get to the monoliths later on? But otherwise, uh, so people some some people have suggested that. Uh, you know, are in, in some point in uh, human history, our, our DNA was actually changed uh, by some sort of uh, extraterrestrial intervention, right? Uh, have you have you seen anything that really reminds you that that's possible, or do you think that's just like just huge, um, huge extrapolating? Who knows what from here to there? I think there's actually probably <clears throat> a lot of evidence for that, and it starts with. The lost civilizations and the missing link, um, the dinosaurs being killed, this backwater planet that winds up having hominids grow up on it. They get to the point that, you know, I hate to, to quote people, but Sukolo said it. One day we're eating bananas, the next day we're building pyramids. And how did this happen? And then you go into the other texts and everything. So that's why it's such a good subject. And so easily to get off track. 
and then roll into you know into you know I, I saw one show that talked about the presidents yeah you know could there have been influence who knows but the evidence for this dna change that happened is kind of written in fossils and and these lost civilizations what happened where did they all go these these were highly intelligent civilizations that came out of nowhere that were studying of all things the stars and the naysayers will say well that's all they had to look at um we have the stars to look at today and we're looking at our phones so but they knew more about the stars it, you know the mayans knew more, more about the stars than we do now and they're gone and so yeah i think it's just kind of common sense that we've evolved so quickly in such a short period of time that there had to be some kind of intervention and then if you go to the texts and believe all the different ideologies or theories or beliefs it, the facts are is that von donnegat saw that too and that's why he came to this conclusion and started talking about well, there must have been manipulation here by the gods and and talks about it in the texts they talk about angels coming down and mating with humans and do i think it was divine or divinity or god if there's one old whole holy god that controls everything this whole universe we live in it makes more sense to me that maybe he created those aliens that came here and made it with those humans because when you look at that evidence it seems more likely we didn't just pop up after the dinosaurs i've always said that in sunday school what about the dinosaurs that's always the guy they didn't like in sunday school by the way <laughs> that doesn't surprise me a bit <laughs> uh, and, and i mean that in the nicest way <laughs> all right check this out this is from ancient-code.com and so here's one right uh the headline here is scientists find alien code embedded in human dna and evidence of ancient alien engineers right and so i'll read just a little bit so we, you can kind of get exactly what we're talking about now researchers who worked for 13 years in the human genome project indicate that they came across an amazing scientific discovery they believe that the so-called 97 percent of non-coding sequences in the human dna is nothing nothing less than the generic code of extraterrestrial life forms originally referred to as junk dna its function remained a mystery for researchers now researchers believe that our dna is extraterrestrial in origin and notice uh like like many of these they don't really say who just yet <laughs> but when, when you say scientists believe that uh this is the thing and uh, you, you know uh, as we say kind of narrative building but anyway this continues after extensive analysis with the help of other researchers in diverse fields such as mathematics chemistry and programming Maxim A. Mukakov of the Frenskov Astrophysical Institute have ventured out and asked whether there's a possibility that what we call junk DNA is actually some sort of extraterrestrial code created by an alien programmer. And according to researchers from Kazakhstan, our, quote, our hypothesis is that a more advanced extraterrestrial civilization was engaged in creating new life and planting it on various planets. Earth is just one of them. So there we go. That's again, like I said, I, I like sources and I like doing this, but uh, uh, I, I want to make sure that you guys know I'm not just flippantly making this stuff up to, to talk to talk narratives. Okay, that's not that's not why we do this. So the question is, do you believe this stuff? That's really the question here. Um, so 
Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, one sec. Give me just a sec. Uh, so, so comments on that. We got to maybe a couple minutes before we got to take a quick break. So, so, uh, so your thoughts on that. So do you think do you, like, like, I don't know, uh, that seems like a, a pretty huge claim of, of, um, uh, you know, uh, scientists saying that uh, junk DNA is from, from aliens. Right. I think, I think that's probably a little wide in scope there. Yeah, you know what, Mike? I love the junk DNA theory, to be honest with you. And I always kind of go to this rhetoric with that. If we're, you know, if we're so much better than every other creature that evolved on this planet, why aren't dolphins who have bigger brains and are pretty intelligent smoking cigarettes and walking down the street getting a drink? Um, and, and that's pretty much sums it up because this is a real thing going on. We have different strands in our DNA. So do I believe this? I think it's more evidence that we need to look at. That's already kind of been proven, by the way, that there's every animal has DNA and they've taken plenty of DNA samples from all the species all across the planet, including fish, insects, mammals, whatever you want to talk about. We have apes and human beings have this strand of DNA that nothing else compares to, and they can't figure out why. So that's why they call it junk DNA, because they don't know what it is. And the only thing that really makes sense is that something, this is intelligent design. And, you know, speaking of intelligent design, let me end there, because I've got something that might blow your mind about the intelligent design, even though most of the people out here probably know it. I think it's another more, another thing that when you put this all together and add it to the breadcrumb pile, it gives it, it gives it valid notoriety. Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to do that right after we come back from the break here because uh, nothing like a good cliffhanger. So keep that uh, right. Scratch down a note for me that we're going straight to that right after we come back. Can you remind me? Because I've kind of got a goldfish brain and I forget these things. But uh, you, you dropped a cliffhanger and a teaser. So uh, intelligent design, junk DNA. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But uh, if you guys are just joining us, we're uh, the, uh, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We are here with uh, Paul, the New Hampshire UFO hunter, and we're talking ancient aliens tonight. And again, not just the theory itself, of course, we're going to get into some of that, but we're also discussing the show and the propaganda and the zeitgeist and how uh, it's it's such a popular show. Do you think it's detrimental to uh, a disclosure movement because of some of the junk science they throw in there or uh, and some would claim all of its junk science? Or do you think that uh, by getting people to kind of look at things in a new through a new lens whether they believe it or not is good is kind of good for a disclosure movement at large that's the question tonight that's what we're talking about and uh, i hope uh, i hope those are the types of things you enjoy because those are the types of things we talk about here at troubled minds so uh we are taking your phone calls so if you have a, a hot take on this or you believe one thing or the other it's all good uh again this is not ju- non-judgmental we are non-denominational here and you're allowed to believe what you want and i'm not going to try and change your mind so that's uh, that's what a good conversation entails and and I always believe that uh, that's what we're trying to do here. So uh, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And you can be part of the show that way. You can also join the Discord, which is how we're talking to Paul from New Hampshire tonight. Uh, he's on the Discord with me. And you can also be on the show that way. You can find the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And uh, come uh, come say hi. Come say hi. Uh, we had a lot of first-time callers last night looking for some more tonight. If you guys have never called in, maybe 
maybe tonight's your night. But uh, let's uh, let's take a quick break. So here's the thing. Uh, I just got word that the, the Fringe FM is down, uh, and it doesn't look to be back uh, soon. So meaning tonight, uh, at least during this show. So what we're going to do is we'll just, uh, we don't have to pretend like it. Uh, we'll just play a little bit of music, go out, and then we'll come back in. So we don't have to take full breaks tonight. Uh, we're just hanging out, doing our thing. So I'm going to play some music, and uh, we'll be right back. Uh, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Here with Paul, the New Hampshire UFO hunter. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Hey, Paul, if you want to take a break, stretch your legs or something, feel free, man. We'll take a couple minutes here. All right, brother. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right, all right. Here we go. Let's uh, let's uh, just kick it. Let's go straight, skip the commercial break, and uh, let's just uh, say hi to the chat. Hang out for a second. What's up, guys? Uh, I see lots of folks out there in the chat. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us tonight. Uh, what do we got? Who am I missing? Uh, what's up, Kelly? Says, dolphins are smarter than humans. I think dogs are, too. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Vicky says, nope. They don't know what it is. It must be aliens. Exactly, right? Exactly. Uh, what's up, Andy? I see you there. Eric, thanks for showing up. Larry? What's up? What's up? How you guys doing? We got Josh. We got uh, Okay. Is that how you say it? Okay. Okay. How you guys doing? Paul from Newcastle. Joe Public. What's up, guys? I'll see you there. All right. So what we're going to do here is... Uh, Kill the music and then start this over like we're starting over. There we go. Let's do it. I'm looking to hear from you guys. 702-957-1037. Here is your top of the hour reboot. Here we go. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space-time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. And asking questions of you in earnest. Into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome back to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are here tonight with the New Hampshire UFO Hunter. He goes by the name Paul, and he has a YouTube channel. Please go follow him. And tonight we're talking about ancient aliens and the show, the theory, the ancient astronaut theory, and all the rest of that stuff. And of course, we're doing it live to include you. We're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. And we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, the number to call, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And you can be part of the show. Join the Discord at TroubledMinds.org, the official website. And uh, welcome back to the show, Paul. What's up, buddy? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Mike. Yeah, good conversation. Nice, nice. Loud and clear. Do you hear the music as well? Uh, No, I don't hear the music, but that's okay. 
Okay. All right. That's I cool. I can hear you. All right. As long as you can hear me. I only ask because it might affect phone calls, and we've got a phone call coming in. So uh, we are, again, we're discussing ancient aliens tonight, and we'd love to hear your take on this. Uh, lots of ways to look at this, I think. Uh, you know, the, the message itself, the television show, and all the rest of that. So we're going to kind of cover a bunch of that. But uh, I was supposed to be reminded by Paul when we got back that we're going to touch on junk DNA and intelligent design. So don't let that go away. We're doing that next, okay? But first, we're taking this phone call. You with me? All right. Just make yeah, sure. I can, All right, let's go. I can hear you. Yeah, let's yeah, okay. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I can turn up my TV. I got you on the background, so I can turn up my TV if I can't hear the caller. I'm just like a second behind. Gotcha. Okay, sweet. So here we go. Let's okay, go to, uh, cool. this is Robert in Pennsylvania. What's up, my friend? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Paul. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying the show. It's nice. one of my favorite topics. Nice. Um, I, I just want to put some some of my own beliefs forward here. Um, you know, I think the history of the of the whole planet is the history of aliens. Um, that's where civilization got developed. I'm thinking in terms of what uh, wh- where the aliens came from and contemporary times. All right. Why they came here versus, you know, in contrast to current situations in the world. I think that on Mars is where they came from. They destroyed the planet. I think the aliens that originally left Mars and came to Earth were billionaires many times over. Um, A Martian Musk, a Martian Bezos, a Martian Martian Gates, a Zuckerberg. The only ones that could afford to escape that planet because they destroyed the planet. Because, you know, there there was greed on Mars as we're going through contemporary greed today. And they came down, all right? Of course, uh, the dinosaurs were long gone when they came down here. But they are also billionaires who who couldn't do work. They were, you know, they could think, but they could not do work with their hands because those people were left to die on Mars. All right? So they had to round up... uh, let's say, uh, uh, the Neanderthals, all right, and through mind control, get those Neanderthals to do the work that they needed done, all right. They still had their, their, their interesting equipment, their anti-gravity devices and things like that. Uh, there was no way they could build the kind of factories they had on Mars, on this planet, all right, because they didn't have, uh, and, you know, at least an, an advanced workforce, an intelligent workforce to do that type of thing. So that's why everything's stone, all right? They, they were able to put, the, put together the pyramids and everything else simply with their anti-gravity uh, devices, all right? Their, you know, their laser cutters, whatever. Uh, it, uh, the whole thing is not complicated. History is repeating itself now. Now we have... Uh, Musk and Bezos and Gates, they're all interested in getting off this planet because they, you know, their kind has destroyed it. Matter of fact, these very people may actually be the direct descendants of the original uh, billionaires that escaped from Mars and came to Earth. And they're repeating the history here on Earth. The only thing is they can't go back to Mars. All right, unless they, unless they have some way of terror terraforming Mars, 
all right? It's, an, it's uninhabitable, all right? And so I'm finding myself thinking, gee, what's this new interest in Venus? All right? I, I mean, we've been told for, oh, my goodness, decades that Venus is this hostile, uh, super hot, um, veiled planet that, that, that with a gravity, so, you know, that would crush a, uh, a human being into, a, into an atom, uh, you know, just going in there. But suddenly there's this interest there. There's somebody, they know what's going to happen here on the planet. I'm talking about the billionaires. The ones, the ones that the rapacious, greedy billionaires that, that's done this and, uh, in the last... We, we did this when we came from England and other countries when we, and back when, when, at, uh, when we started to colonize over here. We did the same thing here as we did to Mars. All right? Greed grabbed up everything and then raped the earth and polluted the waters and the atmosphere. It's all over again. And the same creeps who are probably direct descendants are now preparing to leave this planet again. So, so you're saying the and, aliens... And leave us behind. The aliens themselves were the original breakaway civilization. And now it's happening all over again. <laughs> I like it. All over again because it's in, those, it's in their genetics. Greed is what they are. There's, you know, those aliens that came down here, uh, escaped from Mars, were sociopaths. All right, only interested in themselves. What kind of, what kind, what else could they be if they would enslave, you know, animals? And then that wasn't satisfactory enough. All right, they had to make human beings. All right, through uh, doing genetic alterations. That you know, it was frankly that you know, I believe what. Uh, Zachariah Sitchin theorizes is that it was actually something that one of them did that they were forbidden to do, but they, but that person that 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 one did it. Um, yeah, I think I think this is all being repeated. But the question is, if there, if it's uh, if it's like I'm thinking, and this is all just another repeat of history, even though it's millions of years involved here. Uh, where there's where this planet's being destroyed, and, and another set of billionaires are going to escape. Where are they going to escape to? This idea of Mars is, like I said, it's impossible unless they can terraform it. All right, I don't know if they have that secret technology or not, but if they could have terraformed Mars, they could terraform this planet. Maybe that's what they're doing with those, you know, with those what are they call those streaks across the sky. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's what's going on. I think it's history repeating itself. Okay, and so so there's there's a, a ton of merit to this ancient alien theory, to, in your opinion. And so what about so what about the what about the show? Uh, so clearly, there's a bunch of stuff on there that's kind of not compelling. Let's say, and I'm being polite. So 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 how do you feel about that? Even though maybe maybe you believe that to be the case in the long term, uh, what about these shows where they just kind of put a bunch of fake stuff out there? How does that make you feel? Uh, is it is it kind of confusing? Well, I, I think. I, or I, go ahead. I think that's why the UFO. Um, what was the name of that show, um, Mr. Strange? The one with the. Uh, uh, the guy from Pentagon, what they call that show. Unidentified. Yeah, I think that's why it didn't last, because it didn't make the, the kind of compromises that Agent Aliens did. 
right. I, I agree with you. Yeah, it's so, an alien vet show. And, and, and so they had to stretch and continue to stretch. But, but that, what was the, what was the guy, I, what's the guy's name? I, I'm, I'm, I just can't remember it, but with the uh, unidentified, what was his name? That's the Lou Elizondo. Yep, Lou yeah. Elizondo. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't mean to I think he's an honest man who just could not bring himself to do that. Do what ancient aliens did. All right, stretch and stretch and stretch to keep the money coming in. They ran out of stuff. Like you said in some of your programs, they were using old stuff. <laughs> stuff we've known about for 40, 50 years. They were going back on those. So, so they really weren't giving us much that was new, and he couldn't. So that's why the show didn't go, because he couldn't stretch it. He couldn't make it up, and he wouldn't make it up. Which, again, uh, is uh, garners some respect for me. Like I said, I've changed my mind about Lou Elizondo quite a bit, because he, he won't. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like he's, he's willing to go there. It's frustrating, because you have people that will, but, uh, you know, when this guy says he worked for the government, if he comes out saying all kinds of, like, just wacky off-the-wall stuff, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, and nobody's going to believe him then either, you know? He's kind of in a can't-win situation, I think. But he, I think he's handled it well. In, in, in spite of all the things, I think he's handled it pretty well. So the question then becomes, you know, the, 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 the descendants from Mars, I think it's just, Common sense, that's where they came from. Um, what are they doing now? Uh, you know, if they're, if they're, 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 they're UFOs still exist. They're still flying around, right, and on this planet. Are they? Or is it like you were saying a, a few shows ago? Are they interdimensional? I don't know. Um, but I see what, I can see that, it's, it's really a simple thing. Mars used to be very Earth-like, and then something changed all that. All right, and and, it's, and, and I, be, I believe that these pictures. I've seen some of these pictures that look like there's pyramids on Mars. All right, it, it, it looks. I, I you know I, you can't say definitively, but it's the old expression my dad used to say. If it, Walks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. It's probably a duck. And I would say that's where they came from. I don't want to keep going on. Uh, I, I just think that it's history repeating itself, that it's, that Mars was destroyed by a bunch of greedy billionaires, all right, that, that didn't uh, sociopaths. We're going through that now. We've been going through that since the Industrial Age. And... And, and again, now we have the only ones that can afford to trying to, right? But, but of course, we're not going to be with them. And that's the mistake they made when they escaped Mars. They didn't take no laborers with them. They didn't take no regular blue-collar people uh, with them. They just took their own, their own class, and came to this Earth. And that's why they had so much trouble for hundreds of years before they, everything finally settled down. Okay. All right. I'm with you. I, I, and uh, I don't know whether I agree with that, but I, I, think it's, I think it's a pretty good take. And if history does repeat itself, then that means we're just uh, doomed to destroying the Earth. And uh, we, we are the alien civilization just kind of destroying things from one planet to the next, which is a little depressing if you ask me. 
Robert. <laughs> I yeah, appreciate we're, the, we're the bastard children. Gotcha. We're the bastard children. I mean, we have the DNA, but but the the, the absolutely prime DNA, the the the, 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 the adulterated DNA, is in those billionaires because they're direct descendants <sighs> from those evil sociopathic Martians that came down here. You know, um, some are probably about a million years. ago. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I'm done. Okay, I appreciate the call. Uh, that's, that's Robert nice from uh, Pennsylvania. You. you guys, you too. I'm reading your book. There's some good shit in there, man. There's some good shit in there. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks oh, for the that, call. That, that, that tree that owns itself? Yeah. That tree that owns itself? That's an actual tree down in Athens, Georgia. All right? When the, the, uh, a very wealthy man died there back in, I think it's in the 30s, and he willed that, that, that money to that tree. To keep that tree going, all right. But then the tree got destroyed in a storm, and now they got the they plant another one, and it's the tree that know that that owns itself, Junior. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, oh. If you go to Wikipedia and you look up the tree that owns itself, you'll get a whole history of that. All right, cool. I appreciate it. Like I said, uh, very good stuff. I appreciate you. And that'd be a good book. talk. That'd be a good twenty minute talk on your show. Right on. Uh, we'll we'll uh, look at that. And, uh, about that too. Yeah, we'll we'll do so, we'll do that at some point. I appreciate it, my man. Thank you, Robert. Okay, thank you. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. Good shit. Good shit. Uh, so, guys, if I, you don't know what we're talking about, that's Robert Arend, A-R-E-N-D. He has written a book called uh, The Robert Collection. And, uh, oh, my goodness, the name escapes me. I'll go grab it, and I'll show it off in a little bit. I, I don't have it right here with me because I was actually reading it in the other room. I'll go grab it in a sec. But a uh, uh, hot take on that. I know you heard a bunch of what he was saying there, uh, Paul. Uh, what do you think? So, history repeating itself. We've got a breakaway civilization that came from Mars. And uh, the, the hot take is that... Uh, we're kind of the, the bastard descendants there, and here we are trying to, uh, you know, maybe maybe buck against that as the, the billionaires are still kind of destroying things. Interesting stuff there. What do you think? Very interesting, Mike. Um, I have to say, obviously, Robert has done some research, probably read a few books, much less, you know, being able to write them on this subject. Um, you know, and I think he's, you know, kind of right on the path where everybody else with this mindset is and with that being said i think you also said this you know do i agree or disagree um there are some very valid points he brings up but then you have to also look at the theories that are going on and you have to think well could it be or i i it seems to me that when we talk about bars and and the, the bombshell i want to drop on you tonight is that it gets a little deeper than that, maybe a little farther away. And it also comes to how media works these things. And I think Robert's probably been part of what you and I have been through and seeing this media rhetoric that they're showing us for the last 50 years. Um, I think this is perfect with what he's saying. This has been going on for thousands of years and we're the bastard childs. Well, uh, you know, I, I know I'm a bastard child, but, you know, my parents were married. I don't know if that works for me, but I'm, I was called a bastard when I was growing up. I hope that's not the wrong word to use, though. I know we're not on the radio. And with that being said, um, I think it gets deeper than that. I think uh, maybe that this is more evidence where there's somebody else seeing these things that have, have sh you know, shown 
to other people that there's a reason this is happening. And yes, there is evidence, plenty of evidence on Mars to show that there was an advanced civilization there. Just like here. So funny, I have a picture on my New Hampshire UFO Hunter site on uh, Facebook that it, it looks, it's what it is. It doesn't look like it is a foundation and it's not small. So there's plenty of evidence. It doesn't have to be the face. It doesn't have to be the pyramids. It, there's plenty of evidence. And it's funny, um, Robert was talking about that Mars is uninhabitable now, uninhabitable now. That's a lot, big word to get out. I think um, recently there were pictures of clouds on Mars. So, And these people that want to travel there, that's kind of the mindset. And I think we have to look at the fact that Maybe this thing that's happening and the Akasic record, which has been mentioned on the show, we're talking about tonight, ancient aliens. There is a lot of bunk out there, but there is also a lot of really good evidence of people with these ideas planted in their heads. And then it goes to media again. These ideas get looked at. and, and, and I'm thinking about the movie with Matt Damon where they have that giant spaceship outside of earth and earth's dying and people are going there you know you talk about the meteors hitting earth which hasn't happened in over a couple of hundred million years as far as i know more evidence that's elysium right i think it's the name of that movie yeah elysium yes exactly you've got it and um you know district nine uh the science fiction kind of rhetoric that's been going around that's training us to to realize these things and then teach them to the younger generation and generation and generation. And, um, and it all goes back right to Zacharias Etchen, I guess, because those are the people that might've influenced people like Von Donicat that came with here. But again, we go to the, you know, it always goes back to the same place here, Mike, we get to the real things that are happening on the earth and that's the megalithic structures and yes, there is plenty of evidence to show that there are weird things going on Mars. And now, Robert has a really good point that we're looking to get off this planet because we're destroying it. And that's a whole other point of this thing. Um, are we ready? Are we ready for this? Are people like Robert and I and you actually training the next generation of people to wake up and see that we need to figure this out energy-wise, um, environmentally-wise. You know, I don't know where else to go from there because it's pretty, like he said, simple. It's black and white. It's getting right yeah. in front of your face. It is funny how some things seem so simple and they're uh, anything but. <laughs> we got another phone call. Uh, how did you hear him? Did you hear him directly through Discord pretty well? It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Great. Yeah. Great. I yeah. It. I fixed it. So there was a noise gate. Thanks, like, Robert. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Sorry. There was a native noise gate in Discord that was chopping out the calls. That's what it was. And they added that, those bastards. They didn't tell me. And so they, they turned it on automatically. I was going through the settings last night. I was like, ah, this is probably it. Nice. I'm glad it works. Okay. So you'll be able to hear so, each one. Wait. It was your fault, not mine then. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's always my fault. It's all good, bro. It's I all know. Good, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Let's go to let's go to Beechwood in Massachusetts. What's up, my friend? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Paul. How are you? Uh, hey, what's up, man? I'm doing awesome. Right I, on. Uh, I listened to the other shows earlier, and um, 
because I missed him this week. I wanted to call last night, but uh, I weird stuff's been happening in my house, and my phone disappeared, reappeared. But I listened to the shows; it was uh, pretty cool. But um, you know what? What I look at, like uh, right now, like an Oreo. You got, I got aliens on one side. I have angels on one side. And we're sitting right in the middle, right in the cream. And life is good. And uh, you have to pick. But the show, Ancient Aliens, it's a good show. Uh, Astronaut. I mean, I think it's just entertainment, though. But um, I think there's some sort of alien intervention, for sure. Because I've been doing, I'm more interested in, like, the origins of the Earth. So there was a big bang now, these are all theories. Like, they can't actually prove that there was a Big Bang. I mean, something happened. Nobody was there. But it was a Big Bang, and everything went everywhere. So the other day, when we ran over the can of paint, there was a Big Bang, and it went everywhere. And it was a little different, but it was all the same paint. So I assume that there's civilizations all over the place. Uh so I question if there was like alien intervention here, where did those aliens come from? So you could do that all day and then you, you end up at religion, that there's some sort of creationism. And uh, I, I go back and forth on them. But um, yeah, it's uh, when I look at like the history of the earth, if you, if you look through science, like we know that there was dinosaurs, we know there's been mass extinctions, when you go back even further, even further, life kind of started from like single-celled organisms, uh, probably in the ocean, in the water, and eventually they say evolved, uh, crawled onto land, and you know turned into all sorts of different things, which I you know I do believe, uh, like a horseshoe crab has been around for like 400 million years and hasn't changed. Hasn't changed at all. It's been the same exact way for that long. And there's just a massive gap in our evolution with uh, how smart we got, how fast. And then I look at just everyday life, at the way we live, the structures we build, and the things that we like. Uh, I'm a painter. Things People like things attractive in a certain way. And it has to be that way. Like that—that's such a a massive part of their lifestyle, and we're all just creatures on a planet. There's just so much excessive stuff in the way we live, and we don't even realize it. Yeah, so agreed. It makes there, we think that at some point there was some sort of intervention. Yeah, like I, I can buy that. That uh, it's it's just not history isn't as as cut and dry as it seems to be, as we seem to make it. Uh, I know you can hear him now, Paul. Any any takes on that for Beachwood, now that I know you uh, are fully functional over there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I think you're seeing more of evidence with people that have come forward and said, well, I, you know, I've seen these things. And then we talk about the, in the old school, the millions of years that it took this planet to come online. And now here we are, and it's just going to take more time for people to figure this out without having to watch Ancient Aliens or 
them showing it to their kids is what's happening now. Now we're here at the point where there's three year olds and four year olds talking about this. And um <clears throat> I get it like it's just it's kind of crazy that it's that simple and that these things have happened where we are the anomaly on this planet. And the second thing is we're talking about intelligent design. This couldn't have been, you know, crazy. This couldn't have been creepy. This is, you know, you know, I, I wanted to bring this up when he started, you know, to remind you that there's things that are going on, like that can't be explained other than somebody did this and that somebody started this path of where we're at right now. Go ahead, Beachwood. Yeah, man, that was a good take. I couldn't hear it great, but I heard most of it. Damn it. And um, Damn it. I, I'm, I'm trying to get it all perfectly it, working, and everything's all, something's always freaking broken. All right, so so sorry. It sorry, was yeah. pretty good, though. <laughs> I, I appreciate but, uh, that. <laughs> go, go ahead, sir. But we... We are, uh, we're talented creatures. At least we perceive ourselves as talented. We are, we, we have, uh, amazing skills compared to, to everything else. Yet we're not at all well adapted to like, uh, survive in the environment without our tools, uh, to go out into the woods with nothing at all and try to survive is very few people can do it for a long period of time. The guy wrote a book on it. He said how we've, we've lost that uh, primalness in our survival that we, you know, we need shelter. We need tools. Uh, they can be simple, uh, but you know, we still need them. We can't, you know, tooth and claw our way to survival. Um, so yeah, evolution, it could have happened that fast, but I know there's aliens and there's, multiple dimensions and i'm actually the most wanted person in dream world that's why i didn't call last night because uh they're trying to catch me but um yeah i had a, a it's a little off topic but um you know with the i don't like to talk a lot of politics man but i have an uncle he's retired secret service he's been retired for like a long time and he's all into politics and he's like never been wrong with his predictions. And he is, he would never even entertain the idea of a conspiracy theory, like even entertain it. And he talked to my aunt the other day who I talk to every day. And he's saying he's all bought on the conspiracy theory. He called it the plan pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah. And he's, He's usually right. He said there's something going on. He said there's no parties. He said he thinks it's like gener generational, you know, uh, leadership. But uh, he he's never bought on. If you, if you can get him to bite on something like that, you, you gotta. At least me. I know nobody knows him, but at least I like kind of raise an eyebrow and say, "Wow." But um, they got to him, yeah, Beachwood. They got that's to all him. I really got to tonight. <laughs> I appreciate the call, my friend. <laughs> Beachwood from Massachusetts. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. I uh, hope everything's well with you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, my man. Talk to you later. Appreciate it, bro. Uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. I thought, uh, I thought we were all perfectly fixed with our, uh, with our, uh, <laughs> with our technology and no, no. Well, what can you do? 
All right, Kelly's posted a bunch of great pictures in Discord, so I'll share those on the stream. And uh, all right, so the thing is this. Uh, I mean, really, really good takes from from uh, all parties involved tonight. But the question tonight is that. Exactly what we're, we're, what we're talking about, what we're thinking about is – this whole ancient astronaut theory, all right? And, uh, you know, is it pseudoscience? Is it real? Is there some uh, some something to this, right? And I kind of like the... Uh, so notice how Beachwood stated there's some sort of uh, generational leadership here. And that's basically what Robert said, but Robert basically took generational to be millions of years. Curious, eh? <laughs> so may, maybe we're onto something here. Maybe we're onto something. So so uh, we're not on the radio tonight, so we're, we don't have to do breaks or anything. So uh, what we're going to do is just keep on trucking. So uh, like I said, if you want to take a break at any point, you let me know, and we're just going to roll, bro. We're going to roll. We've got another caller. Let's go to uh, let's go to Ash, Ash, the reptilian from Mars, Earth to Ash. Are you there? Hello, <laughs> what's up, buddy? hear me. What's, what's up, buddy? <laughs> loud and clear, loud and clear from Mars. How are you? Good, good. Uh, I've been sitting in the caller queue for a little bit, and uh, I guess my last friend in Discord was really quiet, and Discord's really loud. So when you pulled me in there, you actually scared me, and I almost fell out of my chair. So nice. anyway, Boom. yeah, I'm wide <laughs> awake now. I'm ready to go. <laughs> nice. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, good, good. Uh, doing our thing, man. How how are you, Paul? What's up, buddy? I'm here, Ash, and I was just wondering if I could, if you heard me, because I, when I talk, the green thing comes out. I'm still getting used to this thing, so. Yeah, you know, I got to say something about what Robert just said, too, by the way. So funny. Um, he said a generational, and you know what? You got to live in the woods. You need some hair. I want to steal Michael Strange's hair, because I have none, and I think um, <laughs> that uh, Beachwood knows what I'm talking about, so. <laughs> Good to hear you, Ash. What's up? Hey, hey, are we in the third hour? No, we're not on the radio, though. So the entire show is the third hour tonight. Ah, well, shit, Mike. You fix it for him, but you don't fix it for me? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. For a whole year? He comes on, you know, and you fix it for him right away? I see how it is. I I have not sworn once, you assholes. (laughs) Oh, damn it. I just blew my streak. Now we did it. Now we've done it. Oh, damn it. There's a conspiracy. It's it's a conspiracy to make Ash not be able to hear well on the no, Discord. Some tells me it's gonna good now gonna get good now, by the way. I'm talking I'm talking into my phone when I have a mic under me. What am I doing? All right, let's go. Back to you, host. Um yeah, I just wanted to call in and, uh, you know, you guys are talking about ancient astronaut theory, you know, on, on the, you know, I'll be up late, uh, a little high on the, on the Mars geyser and then scrolling through the channels and at like two in the morning, this, the crazy stuff starts coming on, but I, I couldn't, I actually didn't know about it for a long time and it came on and I was like, wow, this is on mainstream TV. This is kind of the stuff I like view at YouTube, you know, like I go down the YouTube rabbit hole. But uh, one of the things that like is important thing for people to kind of really understand uh, is that science is trying to tackle this right now. And it's, it's, it's funny to like see mainstream science uh, tackle something and just be so oblivious to like the possibilities around it. And the one, the one thing that they found is that uh, our brain size used to be a certain size for like all tens hundreds of thousands of years then suddenly over a very short period of time it doubled 
which gave it gives us our capacity for thinking that we have today and uh they they were doing tests and they figured out that it was actually one gene edit just one gene that that actually gave us our explosive uh intelligence and and so they what they did was they put this in monkeys and they they let it run and they canceled the monkeys at, at a certain stage but they got to see it and it was responsible for like all these things for making this intelligence which basically is like you know they didn't say it but it's like pretty obvious that someone just put that in you can throw that into any animal i think based on what i was i saw you know you could just do it to dogs you could do it to cats you could do it to you know they did it to a monkey and they made them a conscious being so I always wondered, I've been wondering ever since, you know, is this something, you know, when we meet other aliens, are they just other species on other planets that got the same edit, right? And if we all have the same edit, are we kind of all family? Are we all kind of sharing some sort of intelligence, a similar intelligence? I don't know, but man, one edit... That that doesn't seem very likely <laughs> that a gene could just develop in a few generations to do to, to do all that. And I mean and it was a tremendous amount of things that it did. It it created a nervous system, um it, it uh accelerated the amount of uh, brain cells that were being produced. But you couldn't just do that. You had to like increase certain capacities. It's it's pretty complex all the things that it does, but it's again it's just one gene. So I always I thought that was pretty hilarious, you know that uh and then they just danced around it and they're like oh scientists are still trying to figure out how this happened it's like there's no way it could happen naturally so anyway have you guys heard about that do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah so ash um kind of funny um you know i went right there in my mind what you were talking about with the fact that they you know this dna structure has been changed over time and we're the only like i said an anomaly on this planet and yet you have all the same dna structure so to me i think you have to get in not only the ancient alien theory but the zoo theory that's another good you know another show you can do is the fact that we were all put here this planet and then and then you get back to what robert's call about mars and well i don't know if it was billionaires on mars because bill gates seems to be doing all right even though he's going through a divorce mm-hmm. and um yeah here we are on this planet with all these animals all these species that um um what uh, beachwood brought up from massachusetts saying that you know hey you know how do we survive in the wild and we can't by the way here we're the anomaly where's the smartest thing throw your butt out in the woods tonight in new hampshire and i guarantee if you haven't watched naked and afraid for you know a couple of shows you're going to either figure out you're not going to make it and get scared or you're going to figure out how to survive and some of these creatures on this planet don't have to think about that yet we do um yeah i mean great great point ash and i think that again we're the anomaly you said it there's this one little tiny genome that has been picked up out of all these creatures on this planet and we are the anomaly so where do we go from here it's obvious it's black and white is it religion or is it hmm, extraterrestrial 
yeah how how (laughs) oh yeah yeah no no and it's it's just um you know there's a the prometheus movie you know the alien franchise they had this prometheus movie and a lot of people describe that movie as pretentious and the reason is because instead of exploring these aliens they try to explore the origin well in that movie trying to like intelligently explain it we create we're trying to find our creators right and figure out why they created us and in the meantime we create an ai being and then that creates the aliens so it's like and there's contempt it's it shows that there's contempt for your creators it's kind of like you never want to meet your um your uh meet your maker no, no, when you meet a, when you're a fan of someone, don't meet your hero. Never meet your heroes, right? That's the saying. And it, but but meeting your maker, it, could, it maybe it's it, maybe it's a disappointing thing. Maybe the maybe the reason is like not good, right? So supposedly in the Anunnaki story, we were we were slaves, right? Like that's that's what was created. We were created to be a workforce, but that doesn't take away from how special humanity is, right? And there must be something special because they come here, they do these abductions, they do all this weird stuff. They come here and in the remote viewing circles, a lot of when they remote view extraterrestrials civilizations and they say, Hey, what are they looking at? They're all looking at here. Like, this is the place. Like this is where shit's going down. So I don't know. At the very least, we're a very interesting reality TV show. And, uh, I, I don't know. I think, I think humans are special. And I think that, um, we probably have a lot of things, um, that make us unique and yeah. And then you, you go back through the history, ancient astronauts and all that stuff. But anyway, I just wanted to come in and just, uh, kind of point out the, the gene edit things specifically and, uh, kind of contribute as a caller, feel what it's like to be on this side. <laughs> and, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just, Talk about my nipples or something? I don't know. I, sure. How, how many do you have? Yeah. <laughs> Only two? Or are there more than uh, that? Which, which, which side? You my front or my back? Well, shit. Let's, let's do the alien anatomy lesson. <laughs> let's, do <it. laughs> let's do it. Yeah, good stuff, man. I appreciate it. You're, you're, you know you're welcome to stay as long as you want. So it's a weird show because we're off the radio entirely because uh, they got some technical issues going on. So it's basically the third hour for the entire show. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. We got all kinds of stuff. We got time for you guys if you want to be a part of the show. It's up to you, Ash. Like I said, you're welcome to stay. You know how to get in the channel or, or leave if you want. I'm not going to run you out of here. Uh, I am going to announce that the uh, looks like the Vegas Golden Knights have moved on and they've beat the uh, Colorado Avalanche uh, in a 6-3 barn burner. After dropping the first two games, uh, they came back and won four straight. Can you believe that? Holy smackerel. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. There's the sports update for the night. Yeah, good shit. But, uh, but yeah, so, okay, so ancient ast- back to ancient astronaut theory and that whole bit. Um, like, like, the, like I always say, there, there's a lot of evidence, right? There's a lot of evidence. And so it's up to us to really decide which, which part of the evidence is compelling enough to consider to talk about, right? And with this, it's, it goes so deep. You can go back again, you know, with the Sitchin stuff. The Anunnaki, we've talked about it 750 million years ago. The way station on Mars, uh, like Robert was saying. Robert, uh, you, you missed, this, missed the call, Ash, I think, unless you were listening when Robert called earlier. And he said that he thinks that the breakaway civilization is actually from the other side and came from Mars to here. And the same sociopaths, psychopaths that ran Mars and destroyed it uh, are here now running the Earth um, 
uh, as uh, as the overlords, as you might describe them as alien or whatever you want to say. But we're just kind of the um, the the hybridized working force that they created when they came here. So that's a, that's an interesting way to put it. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, I've actually heard that theory quite a bit, and there's a couple of different ways that could be executed. You know, these that's really interesting. I mean, the the remote viewers found that Mars got nailed one way or another, and it used to like. I think I heard Robert mention that it was uh, habitable at one point. Um, it's an interesting theory, right? In that whoever they are, the others, as Tom DeLong would say, they've been just kind of waiting, biding their time. For some sort of global infrastructure, do you, have you? Do you guys feel this? Do you feel like there's a third party waiting for humanity to be globally connected enough that they can kind of infiltrate or kind of reel it in? It feels like that, right? And that that's kind of like the agenda, and we're moving very quickly toward it. This technocracy thing, and that I I don't know. Yeah, maybe there is like some dude in a cave twiddling his thumbs, and he's just been waiting, or maybe he's been generation to generation maybe some of these bloodlines these ancient people are like yeah we're actually from mars <laughs> you know oh, yeah. that would be me <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry i'm bowing down I'm to you now you yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> i mean i'm just saying it's it's what it is i mean these people have been going through this for years for fifty thousand years for a hundred i mean when was the last time we talked about the 1700s is when they started to discover some of the things that are out there and we're still talking about it today so i think it, it's more than about you know millionaires but maybe human beings getting along with each other maybe you know band of wars uh free energy the things that you know you know you talk about disclosure mike brought that up earlier and the fact that ancient aliens kind of puts that off well that's the whole point of this we've got all this information we all know what's really going on but yet we still go to the same place and that's a political war a, a, a military complex china's gonna invade taiwan and here we are talking about well the pyramids who built them yeah you tell me that's a good one we got that what's up mary in the chat says the tower of babel and i think uh that's misspelled intentionally uh and making fun of us <laughs> that's okay uh, we, we love we love you too the 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 love goes back the other way too uh the internet got babel but no okay so so all of that like who knows like this is this is part of it is that uh i've always said this and this is completely true go go like literally the odd thing about uh, like academics is like they're very specialized and that's a good thing but it's also that you know like an archaeologist kind of doesn't take the time to realize that we're working with you know one tenth of one percent of all the things we could ever find out there and so a lot of the things right so so history of course is based on letters people sending letters to each other and you know there's there's some definite like i'm not saying history is fake but what i am saying is that for us to make definitive uh, claims about we know everything about history is just it's foolhardy it's like it's like saying uh, you know trust the science because the science is never wrong well that's not what science is <laughs> that, that's politics that's bs right it, it's science changes as the data changes Changes. And so, you know, as again, part of this conversation, that's what this is about. But anyway, let's get into the rest of this stuff. There's there's more here. Um, so there's well, actually no, well, uh, to, 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 to just real quick off that point and something that's super relevant right now is we talked about the lab leak theory before anyone was even talking about COVID. Remember, we were like, 
it's from that lab and uh, i was literally showing we were sharing the umbrella corp memes and, and, and so we were the whole world was saying that i mean if you watched any kind of news they were all talking about that so this is more proof in the pudding of what i've been saying all along for 20 plus years is that you know it's a non-stop political barrage of bullshit um I can say that now. I forgot and, and to get to the point where we can go, you know, wow, wow, we were right. You mean, oh, my God, we were right. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's why we're bringing this evidence. You know, I, I think, Ash, anybody that doesn't want to know that isn't going to see it because they're watching CNN and not Newsmax or Fox or what. And at least getting more information from other places and not reading the New York Times because well, that's, that's where we're at. And that, and, and we're kind of like steered, veered into these lanes where we're allowed yeah. to talk about this and allowed to talk about that. And so, like you know, when we have these fringe conversations, it's interesting. You know, we'll talk about stuff, and then three years later, p- people are like talking about it, and it's like, you know, it, it it is frustrating to be kind of corralled into these like these these troughs where of of, of a loud conversation. And, and it gives uh, you goosebumps, yeah. huh? Yeah, it kind of pisses you off, kind of makes you yeah. want to talk about it, and maybe you want to rant once in a while. Yeah, yeah, like like a like a mic rant, Mike, Mike, woof, you, you poke Mike enough. I want to hear a mic rant. I do. Yeah, I love I'm, the rant. I'm still on my I'm first, still on my first whiskey. I can't really rant yet. Yeah, he needs another shot. That's <laughs> what we shot. need. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Michael apologized like, oh man that was great you do your thing bro. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys I did it again uh, yeah all right so let's, here's let's go to this article here just uh, so let's uh, since since we got Ash if you want to stay you're welcome like I said let's let's look at some of this this is a this a, a again uh, take the the sources for what they are if you want to forehead smack and say this source is garbage I'm okay with that because I understand where that's coming from this is from a an art uh, a website called proof of alien and they say the top 10 evidence that uh, that actual uh, the ancient astronaut proof uh, theory, right? The ancient, ancient they, it's already like poor, poor grammar, which is drives me nuts. But anyway, no. So here we go. The ancient text, texts and epics talk about craft that could fly in the air. Humans of the ancient era had technical knowledge to build anything that could fly in the air. And hence uh, they didn't have it. And hence it must be the alien spacecraft that has been mentioned about these and ancient texts like the Indian epics, Ramayana and Mahabharata. So there we go. There's one. Uh, what do you got? What's your take on that? Just to kind of go through some of the I got something here before before Ash goes off here. Listen, it's kind of simple here. We go back to Sakaro. We look at uh, one of the things that was on the first ancient aliens. One of the things that Von Donegan talked about the Sakaro bird, and um, it was it was what it was. It was a plane. Okay, these people were building long before the Wright brothers. They had evidence of technology that was far beyond what we use today. There were aerodynamic designs. And then it happens again in Bolivia where they're finding small little things that are showing up in the dirt that look like space shuttles. And and it's not only just there, it's all over the world. You see pictures, you see carvings, you see things of aerodynamic stuff that, you know, now all of a sudden we're talking about the f-18 which is the fastest plane we have which can't touch the stuff they're showing on the news right now um I, you know is it disinformation is it fear-mongering i don't know but again another subject don't want to get off path but i think the evidence is there and i think if you guys studied that you also know that 
Yeah, well, so so not only that, I, like you know, there's the whole little uh, uh, soccer, uh, Sakura, Sakura, the little the, bird, the Sakara bird, yeah, there from, there from the Sakara, exactly, yeah, from the pyramids. Yeah. I don't know how to say it, but but I do know that the the Sukalos guy, Giorgio, he wears it on his, you know, on uh, as like a, you know, part of his suit. You know, it's like the little the little thing, and he, I don't know, right? Like, I mean, to me, that's pretty de- decently compelling. That looks like a. Uh, it does look like a damn airplane. I, like I, I just don't think you can deny that. And so, no, and Mike. Not only that, you look at the same area. They had turtles that were carved in stone that are thousands of years old. Those are turtles. They look like spaceships. You look at Teotihuacan. You look at the pyramids where they have flat landing areas. They're using mica underneath these things, which were quarried and and taken from hundreds of miles away through jungles to build these impressive, incredibly impressive pyramids. And 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 the thing is, is that you have to put it all together in a little kind of breadcrumb pile. You know, you look at Teotihuacan, where it looks like a landing strip. You look at the Great Pyramid, and the key there is that, well, they're both the same exact size at the base. You look at Christopher Dunn's book, that this could have been a power plant, and that's what Teotihuacan looks like. And like I said, it goes to the mica, the carvings that they're showing of these craft, a landing pad, perhaps. I mean, this could all be, well, maybe just conjecture, but there are so many weird things going on here that it kind of makes sense that when you actually look at that turtle and that little pin that Sukalos wears and the Saqqara bird coming from Egypt, all over the world, these things are happening at ancient times. So there's this can't be coincidence. And I think uh, just uh, just to throw it out there, if you guys haven't seen that actual Ancient Aliens episode, uh, they do. Uh, build a two-scale recreation of that that bird and fly it and the thing is like aerodynamically sound and actually glides so i i think uh, once again right like at the very least i think if, if we're going back in time and and trying to determine what the old schoolers right the the, the our ancient civilizations knew about science i think that uh, it's probably grossly underrepresented at the very least i think we can say that without going down the rabbit hole of like atlantis and lemuria and all these other things i was about to do that okay, go, go ahead. <laughs> I, was I, was, I was literally getting ready to say atlantis no uh they, there was uh the you know they're they're finding out that there was a catastrophe there was like the great flood that's talking about in all these different cultures and if that thing was as ferocious uh as as, as it was claimed it would strip everything off the ground and the only things that would be left are these stone structures so beyond these stone structures like um who knows what was around them right it, what other advanced things were were around these uh these monoliths and that that like you mentioned um that are propagate throughout all these different cultures all over these different lands and, and there's no way that they were in communication to like reproduce this pattern so something's amiss right there's some sort of other property or, or faction or something that that kind of unites all these things together that um you know we don't really have access to access to anymore for whatever reason and that Actually, I've actually never heard of this 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 flying bird, ancient bird thing. Uh, it's really interesting. I'll have to I'll have to watch some more of that. Are you serious? Uh, that's pretty cool. No, I have no idea what you guys are talking. 
Talking about. Mara Berg, man. It's like there's some of the best evidence ever. When you look, he's got it up right now on the on the page. When you're looking at the, the Quimbaya airplane that came from Bolivia, I believe it was, and then the Saqqara bird came from Egypt at one of the older pyramids, which, by the way, if you look at the age of these things, you're going to find out if you do some real research that the Great Pyramids are told to be the oldest or the newest pyramids where you're looking at Saqqara and the Pyramid in Saqqara where they were unearthing these things. And these are the older pyramids. They were built after, just like uh, um, um, I have to go to uh, Central America, Brazil, um, Machu Picchu, where they have stones that have just been there forever that are molded. And you can't put a human hair, no mortar. And not only that, tens of tons. And they, they can't figure out how they did it. And then you have the Aztecs moving in later and the older archaeology sites that were built after Machu Picchu and are still dated to 2,000 years. And let's face it, guys. The thing is, you can't date these things because they're so old. There's no carbon dating available to this. And if you look at the scientists, the guys that are labeled as crazy and wrote those books like Von Donegat, and some of them are very well-renowned, they get to the point where, well, you have no evidence. And I think it's just because it's not worthy of what you want to hear right now but it's starting to come out and that's why we're doing this yeah so so ash uh, th- these these are actually little artifacts that are shaped like they're not really like they're kind of a mix between like a bird and an insect but they're aerodynamically sound they look like they have like rudders and wings and like modern like actually modern airplanes it's crazy anyway curious you've never seen or heard that that's like that's probably like like uh, Paul's saying, like the claim to fame of ancient aliens. It's like, well, what is this, guys? It looks like a damn space shuttle. <laughs> I mean, well, let's be real, right? It kind of does. Yeah. It kind of does. Black Man, and white, guys. There's so much. Uh, there's so much mystery to our past, and, and and this planet's so old. And it's 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 like, look, if there's uh, an advanced species that's even just one that's like millions of years ahead of us, they keep tabs here. And sometimes, you know, just some college kids could come here and just change the fate of our planet forever, right? Like one alien can come here. So uh, it's a really crazy and complex universe we live in. And who knows? And I think uh, as a as a whole, humanity's becoming just, you know, starting to become aware it's, uh, of, of itself and, and, and its place. And hopefully we'll learn more. Hopefully uh, Bleep Blop 5 will show up. will show give us some uh give us some ancient dvds and go back and look um maybe some answers will be solved till then i guess we'll have to keep figuring it out and these are the conversations that are important right to make these things culturally appropriate to give these scientists and these archaeologists and stuff the the bravery they need but uh i'm gonna dip um so i'm gonna plug before i tip uh my name is Ash. Uh, I'm here on Wednesdays usually. Uh, this week uh, I had a, a, a human uprising I had to put down. But uh, I'm Ash the Reptilian from Mars. Please out check out my YouTube channel. It's featured in the Discord and a couple other places. Uh, it's really great to call in. Uh, good stuff. Uh, and uh, thanks for having me on. So I hope you guys have a good night. Appreciate it, bro. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for uh, stepping in and saying hi. And uh, check out this uh, this this thing on the stream as you take off. It looks like a looks like a damn space shuttle, bro. <laughs> it's an ancient <laughs> artifact. I uh, appreciate it, man. So, Ash. 
Always a pleasure, man. Have a good night, guys. You as well. Catch you later. All right. So if you're just joining us, guys, we're uh, we are kind of now uh, going into the third hour here, which typically means that we're going to start dropping F-bombs and acting like fools. But, well, we've already been doing that. So, uh, you know, like we're extending the third hour to the rest of the show tonight because we're not on the actual radio. So, uh, you know, you, you got to behave yourself. You can't be dropping F-bombs on the radio and all that stuff. So what we're going to do is let's take a quick break uh, just because it is a long show. People need to go, you know, let the dog out or... Uh, you know, tuck the kids in, top off their drink, that sort of thing. So if you're listening, we're talking about ancient aliens tonight. And not just like, you know, the, the Giorgio Sucolos Ancient Aliens, the television show. We're talking about the theory itself, right? The, the ancient astronaut theory, as it's called. And so, you know, it's one thing to ask us what we think, but it's more important to know what you think. What is the general consensus on this? Do you guys believe that uh, because of uh, artifacts like this, this uh, the, the, the bird, uh, whatever's going on here with it looks like the space shuttle. Do you think there's something to this or do you think it's uh, people wishing to see something that's not there? Again, uh, I'm, I'm, all, I'm, for, I'm all for both sides of this equation because it, it's what makes a good conversation. I do believe we can agree or disagree and still have a good time and hang out together, not hate each other like the mainstream media tries to make us do. So what we're going to do is I'm going to play some uh, music here for just a sec as we uh, do our thing and we're going to bounce out for just a two-minute break. We got a phone call coming in. We'll take that in just a sec. Uh, you want to plug your channel real quick before we uh, hit the music there, uh, Paul? Hey, guys. Yeah, Paul here. Check me out on UFO, uh, New Hampshire UFO Hunter on YouTube and Facebook. I got some pretty good UFO footage. It's actually modern day and real. So uh, you might want to check it out on YouTube. There you go. There you go. And we'll be back uh, in just a just two minute break. Basically, we're going to step out and do our thing. And, uh, you know, everybody hit the restroom or do what you got to do. We do have a phone call coming in. So uh, stay on the phone. Don't go anywhere. I see you there. We'll come back to you as soon as we come back, Mr. Mission Control. And uh, everybody else, phone lines are open to you. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And I'm going to play some outro music because why the hell not? It's about two minutes long two-minute break. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Mike. We're here with Paul, the New Hampshire UFO hunter. Don't go anywhere. More talk about ancient aliens and the ancient astronaut theory right after the break. Two minutes. We will be right back.
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.